0: The numbers and finding out how it will affect your wallet budget 2023. It's Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, live from Parliament with One New Zealand News Talks at B.
1: Alright, good afternoon, welcome to Budget Day. We were all hoping that Finance Minister Grant Robertson was going to underpromise and over-deliver in this budget, but that didn't happen. The surprise is that two-year-olds will be subsidised in early childhood care now. It should save parents who have two-year-olds up to $133 a week, which is nothing to be sniffed at. And Finance Minister Grant Robertson joins us live from Parliament in studio. High. Hi, Grant. Hi, Heather. Welcome. welcome to Parliament. Oh, thank you very much. Why two-year-olds? Why not the parents of six-month-olds? They go to work
0: too. You do have to draw a line somewhere. That's, that's the really simple answer here. Um we know that when we look at, you know, people wanting to return to work when kids are about age of two, there's quite a lot of, of movement there. We can see the amount of people who already have kids in childcare at that point, other, you know, non formal um, forms of childcare. Uh so educationally it's also regarded as a good time um for people to be coming yeah. into those E C E services. But we also are balancing it against what can we afford as well.
1: Yeah, how many how many families do you reckon you help in here?
0: About forty four thousand.
1: 44,000, that's on the high side, isn't it? I mean, how many kids have we got seven, in the
0: country no Yeah, 7%. No, no that's, that's, the number of, that's the number that we've been given.
1: Oh, okay, anyway. that's the number of how many are there plus the 7% increase it might draw in. Yeah. Okay. It's not a lot, though, Grant, no, out of 5 million it's, it's, people. It's not massive, but it'll mean a lot for those people. Why would you wipe the $5 prescription fees?
0: Again, trying to find things that will ease cost of living pressure for people uh, but won't massively exacerbate inflation. People
1: could just go down to the chemist warehouse and get it for free or, or the countdown pharmacy. Yeah, and it, doesn't,
0: it doesn't work that way for everybody Um, and a lot of people have been doing that. I can tell you that there's a group of people who will be very pleased today and that's community pharmacists. Yes. Because we've heard from them consistently over the last few years. Those pharmacies play a really big role in communities and so I think a, it's got another benefit there as Fair well. enough
1: because it, it levels the playing field for them but was it really about saving them rather than helping us with $5? Oh no, no, no. And, and let's,
0: you know, Let's be careful. One prescription is $5. Over the course of a year, 3 million New Zealanders are getting 29 million scripts. Mm. So. There's a lot more than just $5, and it's meaningful for particularly people on low and middle incomes. The question you might be alluding to is, well, why everybody? Um, The idea that we'd go through and create some kind of means-testing system there, and you and I have had this chat on different Mm. topics before. Actually, you'd be shelling out a huge amount of money where actually we can just do something really simple that eases the cost of living pressure for people.
1: Um, The the half-price fare for under-25-year-olds, why draw the line at 25? it's
0: related um, largely to other ways in which we measure students so you know things change when you turn 24 and 25 and your access to student support a big part of this is targeting students because many of them are reliant on public transport they have no other choice and again you know we've tried to be nimble here we've tried to say what are the cost of living things we can do that also have other benefits in this case climate change benefits but don't take us to that place where a big injection of cash would lead to inflationary problems. So, But the age was chosen for that. We've also obviously got the free ones for kids. We think that's important because that means families potentially can get around without necessarily having to use their car all the time.
1: Do you reckon this is going to push up interest rates? Is this going to push up the OCR?
0: I don't think so, and I don't think that's what, what's in, in in the budget. What it does show is that inflation starts to come down next year to 3% and then goes to uh, 25 the year after that. Interest rates do come down across the forecast period. The one thing I would say is there are other pressures on interest rates, not just what the government's doing, but but everything
1: that's happening. But you, your spending is massive. I mean, you have to acknowledge that $4.8 billion in operating allowance is what, is that the second biggest in history?
0: Yeah, but bear in mind... The reason that that's where it is is because we have to provide the public services like health and education in an inflationary environment. And we had these additional costs that came in via the cyclone and the floods. So to increase from where we were at four point five to four point eight, I think is okay. I think New Zealanders will understand that quite a big event occurred between when we made that forecast and now.
1: But you can you can you can argue that you couldn't cut other things, right? But if you wanted them to not actually have to raise the OCR as a resu- as a result of this, you probably had to cut some things.
0: I don't think that's what will happen, so that we're disagreeing on the premise of that. But when it comes down to it and you look at what's in this budget, seventy nine percent of the 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 new operating spending is cost pressures. So it really is just dealing with the stuff that's in front of us. You know, there's not a huge amount of discretionary spending. You just kind of made the point before about early childhood. You're exactly right. You know, of course we could go to one. Of course we could go further than that. There is a zillion things that we could do, but we've got to find the balance here, and I think we've done it.
1: Grant, are you are you happy with the debt situation? You look at the, the the documents today. You can see debt was at one point. This is net debt. One point eight percent of GDP four years ago, and you've taken it to where eighteen yeah. percent. I 10 actually took it. And I
0: actually took it down to that from twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen because I knew that New Zealand's debt needed to be as low as it could be. Because that when, is a
1: massive blow. Yeah, because.
0: Well it is and it isn't because what it actually is internationally still very low compared to Australia at 36%, US, UK in the 90%. What we had to deal with were a number of things. Firstly we had to deal with COVID and we did borrow a lot of money in order to be able to deal with COVID and I stand by that. Secondly, and I've talked about it again today, we can use our balance sheet a little better to build long term infrastructure. It's like anybody in any part of their lives you actually do that because you want a benefit that's for multiple generations we haven't done that as much in the past and i think that's why where's your
1: long-term infrastructure we're building it everywhere it's the schools it's the
0: hospitals it's the roads it's the rail it's being built and we've got plans to do more but we've also got the resilience question now how do we rebuild state highway 25a state highway 2 state highway 35 that's all now on our plate as well so yes debt's gone up, I absolutely accept and understand that. I stand by the reasons why it's gone up, but it's still relative to the rest of the world, much lower.
1: I know, but just because the rest of the world's having a crappy time doesn't mean we have to, right? <laughs> well, and
0: everyone's the, having a crappy time, aren't they? Because that's what's but happened we in the we were world. in
1: such a good position in 2019, <laughs> and we've squandered it. On no, what? we haven't we squandered haven't, it. We have not me, squandered it. Point me to something that you think, oh, that was the most brilliant thing that we spent money on, because all I'm seeing is frittering all that cash away on stuff we don't want, consultants. It's basically, look, I know the National Party lines, but they've put this out there, right? Consultants, RNZ, TVNZ, Merger, all of that stuff is just a giant waste 23 of our money, billion, and we $3
0: billion went on keeping businesses alive during COVID. Yeah. That was good
1: spending. Yeah, but in the end, most of them didn't need it, though, did they? Oh,
0: I think you should go out and talk to businesses about that. That's not the feedback I get.
1: Tell me about your tie, because I'll tell you what, I would I would not yeah. take Chippy's advice on dress sense. Well, I, think, I think
0: we've got breaking news for listeners. That's something that Heather dupercy Allen and Grant Robertson finally agree on. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a lovely gesture from Chippy, actually, which is that this is a tie that belonged to Michael Cullen, who obviously was a friend and mentor of both of us, and so I thought that was a lovely thing for him. How to did he get the tie? Um, Michael's wife mm. sent it to him.
1: Oh, uh, for today? Yeah. That's really nice, nice work. Hey, Grant, thank you very much for coming in. I really appreciate it. Grant Robertson, Finance Minister.
0: For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talks ZB from 4pm weekdays, or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.